This life-changing message comes to you from Church of the Harvest. It's our prayer that this message will inspire your life and bring hope to your future. Again, I want to welcome everybody online. I see uh, we got quite a few people out today doing various things, but they're joining us on the live stream, and we sure thank you for that. Um, have you guys been enjoying the Hands and Feet series that we've been doing? And good, I've gotten some revelation and some different things through that. I know that I have. Um, by the way, don't forget, next Sunday, you get to tell your story. So I've got a couple of you that have told me that, uh, that you're ready and that you want to do that. I need a few more. So if you next Sunday, remember to go back, and I'll, I'll probably make a post on Facebook today or tomorrow, um, reminding everybody about this and putting down the six points. Remember we took from Acts chapter 24, as Paul told his story, what he did, starting by relating to people and, and all those things. And so I'll probably put those in there as well. But, uh, but we need several more to, uh, to jump in. And, um, and you're not going to have to stand up here and do it. We're going to let you tell it to the folks sitting around you in your section next Sunday morning, but, um, but it's going to be really good, and we are looking forward to it. And in that same, um, in that same vein of uh, hands and feet, today is Outreach Day. How many of you were here for our Outreach Day last year? Okay, about half, maybe most. Um, guys, we are looking forward to, uh, to going into this. Um, you know, we don't, I think that, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't, we don't celebrate enough. I just think sometimes we don't celebrate enough in our culture. Uh, are, are the victories and the things that God does in our lives and in us and through us. And so um, we just wanted to take a little bit of time today, and we wanted to talk about um, the six ministries that we support monthly as a church here at Harvest. And uh, we, we try to mention them and stuff, but again, I don't think that we bring them up enough. I don't think we talk about them enough because we need you guys to understand that here at Harvest, you make a difference. You make a difference by being here. You make a difference to the people around you. But you also make a difference, as Zach was saying, in your giving. Your giving is going all over the world, and it's touching lives. And so we're going to go ahead, and we're going to start, and we're, we're going to start globally, and we're going to bring it back in locally. And if you guys remember last year, um, we, had, uh, we had a couple different ministries that were here with us in person, and we decided to do this a little differently this year. We wanted to do the blood drive, which um, how, many, how many in here are giving blood today? I know that we're packed. Our list is, I mean, it is, it is awesome. Uh, we got some folks that are out there. When it comes your time, that's all right. You can step on out. I encourage you to take your phone with you. Bring up the live stream. You can keep watching uh, while you're out there. But we appreciate you guys that are donating blood this morning. You talk about giving life to somebody. Um, how much more life can you need to give? So, uh, so if your time comes, I know we're in time slots, then... Feel free to step right on out and, uh, and step out to the bus and, and do that. And whether they say it takes about 10 minutes a person or about 10, 15 minutes a person. So, so, um, so we're going to get started. The first ministry that we want to highlight today is Global Ministries and Relief. How many of you guys have heard of GMR? How many of you guys have heard of Dr. Leon Van Royen? That's his yeah. ministry. So um, Dr. Leon, what did his ministry used to be called? It was... Um, Forward Ministries, right, and he changed it a number of years ago to Global Ministries and Relief. And so um, Dr. Leon, back uh, about a week ago, he sat in his backyard and made a little video for us. So why don't you guys give your attention to the screen. This is Dr. Leon Van Royen, President of Global Ministries and Relief. Pastor Rob asked me to put together a short presentation of some of the things that we're engaged in. Thank you to the members and to the leadership of Harvest Church for your support and partnership over the years. Our mission statement is reaching the lost, equipping the saints and building the church. Of course, that really is a offshoot of the Great Commission where Jesus said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, disciples being students, convinced learners and that's our primary focus. Our goal is not only to reach the lost, we do frontline evangelism but really it is about our schools of ministry, our online school and our university. We have a goal to reach a million students, not just a million students, but a million world changes. Of course, we can celebrate the fact that your church was our first school of ministry 
Many of you have already graduated and I'm looking forward to being back again to graduate more students as you complete your training. And that's what we're about, reaching the lost, making disciples of all nations. We've translated into so many languages, Portuguese, Spanish, French, uh, Polish, Romanian, uh, Hindi we're busy doing, uh, Marathi we're almost done, as well as Telugu and a few others. And we have launched right now over 2,000 schools of ministry. Our goal is eventually to have thousands of schools in every nation equipping the saints, teaching and training them how to operate in the spirit, how to reach the lost, how to make disciples so that we can see the churches grow and become established. So that's our focus. Your giving allows us to go uh, in Africa, in India, in Central America, in these impoverished nations. We're giving free education to every student. They get our materials for free. They pay absolutely nothing. Uh, recently, we just graduated one of our first schools in Barbados. We have got schools in Dominican Republic, in Port Puerto Rico, and a couple of other islands as well. Let's not forget the islands. Of course, my goal is one day to have a school in Hawaii where I'll personally oversee it. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for being a partner with us over the years and look forward to our continued relationship. God bless you. Awesome. So back in the day, back in the day, Forward Ministries, Dr. Leon's ministry was more, he was traveling all over the world and evangelizing, would do big crusades, and Dad and I were there in Africa with him uh, for some of that. Um, and some of you who know Dr. Leon know that a number of years back, they kind of shifted gears, and now it's all about training up, as he said, world changers. And so they're planning these Bible schools all over. Now, who in here has graduated from the Bible school? Yeah, awesome. And how many of you are graduating next month? All right. And uh, Dr. Leon will be here. He'll be here for that graduation, and we are excited uh, for the end of this two-year series of classes that you guys have been faithful and committed to, and so uh, we are excited about that. And we were the very first Bible school, and there are now hundreds of them all over the world that are training up world changers. And you guys are part of that. You guys are touching and changing lives. They're training up pastors who are planning churches to the ends of the earth. And so, uh, so you guys are definitely part of that. We are thankful for Dr. Leon and being a part of that ministry. Y'all ready for the next one? The next one is Overland Missions. Now, we haven't had, uh, it's, it's headed up by Phil and Sharon Smith. Does anybody know Phil and Sharon? I don't know if anybody's been with us long enough that they've actually, they haven't been here in quite a while. Uh, I, I, talked to, um, I talked to Phil a little while back and he was talking about the possibility of coming in next year and, um, and, and ministering here. But um, some of you may know, remember the story. Some of y'all know of Dave Smethurst, who we had in last year. Um, Phil was actually saved in Dave's ministry, under Dave's ministry, and they're, they're actually related. Um, but Dave was going out, and he was, y'all know his heart for evangelism. He's going out, and he's, he's ministering the gospel on the streets and everywhere he can, and he's leading all these people to Christ. Well, Phil was one of those, and there were so many of them that he went to a church and said, hey, I got all these people that need to be part of a church. And, he, and as Dr. Leon says, Dr. Leon was the pastor of this church. Phil came in and dumped hundreds of kids into, into Leon's church. And Phil was one of those, and he now heads up Overland Missions. And uh, their motto is, any road, any load, any time. They go anywhere. It doesn't matter what's going on in that country. It doesn't matter if there's war going on. If God tells them to go, they go. And they've been places where nobody has ever had the influence or heard the gospel, the message of the gospel of Jesus. And so how awesome is that to be able to go into these remote tribes? Um, I've been on a few trips with them. Uh, Sean and I and, and Lauren have been on, a, been on a trip with them. And then back years ago, I was in Brazil, spent about a month on the Amazon River with them as well. As they were just going and looking for people to minister Jesus to. They also dig wells, and they also provide food and medical treatment, all these different things, and they're looking for people who have never been reached. So anyway, um, they gave us a short video of uh, their update from 2018, and so we'll let you see what they've done in the past year.
2018 was a breakthrough year for Overland Missions. We have missionaries pioneering, evangelizing and discipling in more countries than ever before. Our team in Brazil is pushing into the heart of the rainforest on riverboats, discipling future leaders along the Amazon River. In Zambia alone we have 15 active sectors, leading revival meetings, leadership training, chief chaplaincy and discipleship. We witnessed thousands of people giving their lives to Christ this year. In 2018, we graduated the most AMT students ever from our Rapid 14 days. The Mukabal people of Angola are experiencing God's love and power that comes with the gospel, bringing restoration to families and communities. Through prayer, our God has brought rain to the end of the drought that plagued the land for over a decade. Our Mozambique team has overcome challenge after challenge, but this year they led their first expedition in the country and are preparing for the first ever AMT class outside of Zambia. After nearly a decade of work, Overland is primed to establish a base in DR Congo, learning the language and building relationships. Even in a place that's over 90% Muslim, the team in Tanzania is expanding exponentially with indigenous believers. They are seeing God open doors and push back the darkness in incredible ways. Our team in Southeast Asia pioneered more areas than ever in 2018. In Cambodia alone, we launched six different expeditions into the two main sectors, bringing the gospel to remote villages. People are seeing dreams and visions of God. The Cambodian people are hungry like never before. Despite the difficulties in areas of North Africa and the Middle East, people are eager to hear the true gospel. In the last year, our team has seen huge success building relationships and seeing the miraculous. But it all starts with packing that backpack and going over there. All right. And guys, I know that looks like something you would see on TV. Those are not stock photos or stock video. I've been there, I'm telling you, and any one of you can go and be a part of that. But every month, you guys are given toward that, and there are hundreds and thousands of people who are receiving Christ, receiving medical help and aid uh, because of uh, your giving to Overland Missions. So, uh, yeah, we definitely want to celebrate them. They're awesome. They're, they're doing things and seeing things that most of us will never be able to see or do or experience. The next ministry that we want to uh, highlight is Outpost of Freedom Mission Base. Many of you know Rick and Susan Bennett. Uh, out in Arizona, and they are reaching the Native Americans. They are uh, the, specifically the Apache and Navajo people um, in, uh, in Arizona. Uh, how many of you, I know there's quite a few here that are going uh, next month, are going out there to minister on that? Is there anybody here that's on that part of that trip? There's, okay, there's a few. Okay. Uh, there, yeah, there's a trip. Uh, Sean is taking a trip, uh, leading a trip of teenagers uh, headed out there uh, to be a part of uh, something that's going out there. But uh, I want to go ahead and, and show that video at this point.
morning, Church of the Harvest. We bring you greetings from the outpost of Freedom Mission Base in Arizona as we minister here in the Phoenix area and also, of course, on the Navajo and Apache Indian Reservations. We thank you so much for your support all the years with interns, your financial support, your prayers. Uh, it's always been much needed and much appreciated. We love you guys very, very much. We're continuing to do missions and outreach among the Native Nations here out from the base in Phoenix, as well as continuing with Christian education and so many other things, uh, pastoral and leadership development, our intern programs. God's just really been expanding the vision of the ministry and the scope. But I just wanted to thank you because what we're doing is working alongside Native Nations leaders. They know their people and they know what God's called them to do. So it's our privilege to come alongside them and also to be a bridge between churches like yours and these, these Native leaders. So thank you so much for your support. We've pulled a few pictures together from some of the outreaches and some of the construction projects and various things that you've supported over the years. And we just wanted to again say thank you and we hope you have a great Mission Sunday. God bless. Amen. All right. That's the outpost of Freedom Missions Base, and uh, again, if you guys want more information of that, with that, you can definitely be a part. Next thing we want to highlight is ARC, the Association of Related Churches. Uh, many of you know that we're part of ARC. The one thing we really, really appreciate about ARC is the fact that their sole purpose is to plant churches. I mean, if you sign up, if, if you feel called to be a pastor, you can go to ARC and they will start training you. And if you go through their program and you make it through this program with them, they'll actually fund your first year of church. Because that's the biggest part in planning a church. The biggest part is the funding and, and trying to have the money to, you know, to actually make it happen. And, and this is part of what ARC does. They want to make it as easy as possible, but train as much as possible and have pastors ready and equipped to do that. So they also have a, a video of, um, of their past year and what they've done. And so we want to show that to you right quick. God is able to do abundantly more than we ask or imagine. And that's what this year feels like. Uh, we actually uh, went over 800 churches Go figure, 800 churches, life-giving churches in communities. And you know, our goal is just to see life-giving churches in every community. You know, Billy Hornsby, our founder, had a heart to see a life-giving church in every community. So that means we, we got we to gotta get on the road. And so we've been able to do that even more uh, over the past year. We've been able to be in all the different regions. And, and we do things called ARC meetups, about 200 of those that we've had around the country, even starting to have those in Canada. So it's been a huge win in 2018 to be able to see these connections around the country so that we can distribute. We want to distribute what God has done in ARC and the heart of ARC where we see thriving churches in every community reaching people. So we want to distribute that across the country, literally around the world. What excites me is to see uh, some couples choosing to go into what you might call difficult ground, although I don't think there is any difficult ground. Some places where the harvest maybe is a little harder, and to see young couples saying, you know what, I want to go there. That's incredible. And we're able to recruit uh, potential church planters for a New England area, for the West Coast, for the Pacific uh, Northwest. And it's being so effective in reaching people and understanding the perspective of planting a church in a diverse community or uh, in an urban area or in a rural area. I was talking to somebody recently that said they were church plant number 200 and something. And to think that that was 600 churches ago and not very many years ago, you know, maybe four, five, six years ago. Uh, I'm excited about that, but I'm more excited about tomorrow. You know, a couple years ago, we only had a few churches on the West Coast. Uh, it's a different dynamic. It's a different demographic. It's even a different cost in resourcing a church that plants uh, on the West Coast. And so this year, uh, we planted more churches on the West Coast during our fall church planting season than we did the East Coast. And some of those were massive launches. We had several that were over 500. One of our largest church plants took place on the West Coast this year that had over 900 people on their launch Sunday. So it's exciting to see how we're spreading and uh, we're gonna reach all 50 states. Uh, we're gonna do everything we can to continue to, to do the, uh, what God wants us to do globally. And we've pinpointed certain nations around the world that are easier for our model to be distributed with great leaders that are already existing in those nations. 
I think one of the other highlights that I love and that our leadership team, Pastor Greg, Pastor Chris, Rick, Randy, John, our founder, Billy Hornsby, had a heart for this, is to do everything we can to cross diversity. Uh, we want to reach all kinds of people with all kinds of churches in all kinds of communities. And we're doing that. I believe when you see a nation that is divided a lot among, along so many lines, we're doing everything we can to come together and to be united in planting churches that are reaching all kinds of people. And I think we made some good and better. We're just, I think ARC is listening. We're asking better questions. We're listening to what's happening in different areas of our country and how we can uh, launch better churches. I would say to those that have partnered with us this year who gave financially, this was a good year. Your giving has made a huge difference. I think there's a good return on it. When you're able to invest $7 million in church planning, what we've been able to do uh, this year, and then that in turn turns into missions money at the rate of five to six times that in giving to missions, which is planting more churches, which is reaching more people, which is going into nations and countries that don't even have the gospel. But I just thank God for every church that has invested. I believe that we've stewarded it well. You know, we keep our team and our overhead very lean as an organization so that every dollar that comes in, we can push it out to church planting. I'd like to say to those of you who have given, you guys have supported, You've been a part of what's going on here thank you you know we're doing this together it's not like you're giving to us so we can go do something no we're doing this together and we're making an incredible impact while this has been a great year listen the best is yet to come all right that is ARC the Association Related Churches and they have as of recently they have gone international and they are now planning churches internationally as well so uh, we are excited to be a part of that as well all right two more it's been good so far Two more, uh, and now we're down to the local ministries um, that we are supporting. So the first one we want to mention is uh, Lighthouse, um, Lighthouse Ministries. Many of you are familiar with that. Uh, Safe Harbor, we had uh, last year, uh, Brad Bowie came in, and he spoke to us a little bit uh, about what was going on at Lighthouse and, you know, their, their main facilities over there on Jackson Avenue, and Sean and I were over there uh, a week or two ago, and um, so we actually went over there. And, uh, and talk to them. Now, as I said, Brad spoke last time. Um, he got a call the night before the, the um, fire marshal was doing a surprise inspection. So he called me early the next morning and said, hey, I'm not going to be able to be there. But uh, many of you know uh, Kyle Bennett. He's the vice president of, um, of Lighthouse. And so uh, he got together with me and we put together this little video. Hey, Church of the Harvest, we are celebrating our annual outreach day. And as you know, we support several ministries monthly, and one of them we support locally is Lighthouse. And uh, I'm here with Kyle Bennett, who's um, the VP. You know, last year, Brad Bowie, uh, who's the president, he spoke and, uh, and gave kind of the update on Lighthouse. And, but today, uh, Kyle is going, to, uh, is going to give us a little bit of an update on, uh, on the past year here at Lighthouse. So, Kyle, take it away. Okay. Well, all right, first of all, I just want to say thanks to all you guys for the support. You know, I was thinking uh, this morning, I knew we were going to take the video, and uh, there's a story in the Bible when um, uh, Christ told Peter to cast on the other side of the boat, and he hauled in a catch that was so big he couldn't do it on his own. And the Bible said he called for his partners. Mm -hmm. I and mean, if it hadn't have been for the partners, he wouldn't have been able to receive or contain everything that God had blessed him with. So I, I just wanted to say thank you guys for the giving, the prayers, the support, and all of that. We absolutely can't do it without uh, ministries of like mind and like heart that come alongside through any means and just support and, and help jump in this thing with us, you know? So why don't you tell us a little bit about Lighthouse okay. and what goes on here? So Lighthouse is a um, six-month residential program, um, and we take men that are either on the street or out of the prison system or the court system, uh, and we offer um, a, a small toolbox of what in our world they call wraparound services. So we provide everything from their tr uh, transitional housing to their uh, life skill classes. We've got a curriculum of, of seven courses that uh, will uh, help just uh, in, inform them, educate them, everything from anger management, employment skills, fatherhood, and that sort of thing. Important stuff. Yeah, yeah, do with those, those key life areas, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so we offer uh, a back to work uh, piece for long-term employment. Um, we offer their uh, transportation to and from anywhere that they need to go while they're in our program as well. Yeah, and then 
This year was our first year that we also added a treatment component as well. We added an intensive outpatient program here for our Memphis facility as well to just offer another, not, not necessarily another level, but just uh, a different form of uh, service and recovery there. Because um, some people that just have a little bit um, deeper issue going on, and so we're able through the treatment side to dig a little bit Take deeper. A little further, yeah. yeah. And yeah. give some more energy and attention there to their overall That's good. recovery. Good. Right. And there's several locations now. There are, yes. We've, um, the past uh, two to three years have been uh, some changes and moves and that sort of thing. We, we actually closed down our Clarksville location, but we transferred it to uh, a hotel off of exit 152 in Bucksnort, Tennessee. We picked it for the name, of course. Um, and but, but in the move, we were able to add 35 plus beds. So we're actually able to help a little oh, bit awesome. more people yeah. than we were at the former location. Right. Uh, also in the past year, we added a location in Erin, Tennessee, uh, which is northeast of Clarksville and uh, a, a location in Jefferson County, which is okay. just outside of Knoxville yeah. right. as well. So it's a season of growth and expansion and increase. It's very exciting for us. Awesome. Yeah. So you've got here also, I believe you got Charles, who's over the Memphis facility. So you'd kind of like to introduce him. And... All right, yeah, Pastor Charles, will you uh, just kind of fill us in on what's been going on on Jackson Avenue? Okay. Hey, well, I'm Pastor Charles, and I've uh, been up here now, I guess, about a couple of years, I, I should say, and it, it's been it's been awesome here. Uh, you know, when we, we started out last year, we put the new program in place, and we have seen the graduation just kind of go through the roof. Uh, you know, a, a lot of, of our clients have gotten back with families. Uh, we have had, you know, family have come over. And, and we have had church services and you know, they testified and I had some parents just broke down and just cried and yeah. said, I'm excited about my child. I never see them, you know, like this before. And, and so it's, it's, it's been wonderful, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the, uh, the number of men that have got hired on full time with partners that support us, uh, uh, you know, they have got full time on each job and they have moved back into their homes. Uh, we had several, uh, uh, had some children come over and you know and the children were saying well my dad you know been lost for so long and now all of a sudden now my dad is back in my life and mm -hmm. and so it, it's, it's just it's been awesome it, it's just really been been good and he, he, he spoke on our, uh, our graduations there and that's pretty much our one measurable unit of success so right. people ask us what our success rate is. 17 we were able to program graduation right and just for a little frame of reference there, in 2017, we were able to graduate about 54 clients ministry-wide. Well, in 2018, that number doubled to wow. 111. Wow. And then in January 1 of last year as well, we put in place a mandatory savings plan. And so it assists our, our, our guys in saving at the same time that they're going through their programming. Wow. And we, we've had guys graduate getting seven, eight. One, one guy got an, an $11,000 check Wow! with him on the, awesome. the way out. So it's empowering these yeah. guys to get vehicles, homes, and Helps stuff. And if the yeah. trend continues, then we're, we, we've already processed 99 graduations for this year. Yeah, wow. So we're set to possibly triple the number that was yeah. doubled last year. And so we're just incredibly thankful yeah. that you guys are part of the ones that are sowing a seed. We're watering, and we're thankful to God for that amount of increase mm -hmm. that we're seeing because all those numbers reflect human lives mm -hmm. and souls and fathers right. and sons that right. are getting their lives back and, right. and opportunity back. So it's, it's a very exciting time for us. Well, we definitely appreciate you guys as a, as a church. We, you know... Um, we believe in supporting those who are doing what we can't do. I, we, we don't believe in reinventing the wheel. And so we have seen the value for years in Lighthouse and what it's doing and its mission. And so we def definitely come alongside and, and, you know, we we put our finances, you know, in agreement and put that, you know, along there, you know, with that. And, and uh, yeah, you know, keep up the good work. It's awesome. We're glad to glad to be a part. Um, glad to glad to see lives being changed for the Lord. And, and uh, like you said, you know, Pastor Charles, families reunited and you know, everything else that, man, What's better? We're, we're one big family. Yes. Body Christ is a family. And so thank you guys for all you do. We sure appreciate you. Absolutely. Yes, we're glad to have you. Thank you. All right. Pretty awesome. Glad to hear the increase and the things that are going on there as well. Uh, next ministry we want to uh, mention is, uh, is Warrior Center. 
And you guys know Warrior Center, um, their main facility has been over off of, um, off of uh, Southern uh, in Orange Mound, and uh, they now have the women's facility also here in Olive Branch that many of you know about. Uh, last year, David Vinson spoke. Um, I ended up going over there uh, also about a week, a week ago and, uh, and talked to him and made another video to get an update on what's going on with Warrior Center. So y'all watch this. Well, good morning, Harvest. We are celebrating our annual outreach day, celebrating the ministries that we support monthly as a church. You guys are making a difference, and it's greatly appreciated. It's impacting lives. So, um, you know, last year we had with us, we had David Vincent, and this year we got him on, uh, we got him on video here at, uh, at Warrior Center. And so we just wanted to get a, get a little bit of an update on, on what's happened in Warrior Center over the last year and, uh, and kind of where you guys are going. So where, where you've come and where you're going. So why don't you yes, share sir. with us for just a minute. Yes, sir. We would definitely want to thank um, Church of the Harvest for all their prayers and financial support. Um, we've had a great year. We've taken a lot of ground in, the, in this last year. We had a, a big expansion at our, at our Women's Center there in Olive Branch, but we had an addition on our facility. And so we increased our beds from 20 to 25. And we also opened up our first women's sober living home for the ladies that graduate our one-year discipleship program. And so we opened up a new home there in Olive Branch. Uh, it's an eight-bed uh, facility. So basically, uh, total beds increased from 20 to 33. And we're, we've been able to help more women and, and uh, seen a lot of fruit from that. Um, in addition, we did two major mission trips with the men and women of our programs this year, one to Pine Ridge Indian Reservation mm -hmm. in South Dakota. And then we did, did a big trip two months ago to Honduras where we took uh, 12 men and women from our programs and let, let them get a feel for international missions. That's got to be really neat for them to see a different culture and be there just to serve and, and everything else. Yeah, we see some of the greatest uh, breakthroughs when they get to get to uh, take take the mission trips. Uh, in addition to that, um, we we were blessed. We had a, a donation of a half a million dollar nursing home in, in Hardeman County in, wow. in, in Bolivar, Tennessee. So over the last over this last nine months to a year, we've been renovating the building and 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 getting it ready to open, and it will open up in one week. So that'll be our second wow. second men's facility, and so we're about to open up that. 60 bed, you know, men's discipleship program too. So, so God has blessed us in the last wow. year and, and definitely have, uh, uh, taken a lot of ground. Awesome. Now, um, now we were talking about how, um, I, I think I even mentioned to the people about how last year, um, due to restrictions on the, the grant from the state of Tennessee, um, y'all decided not to take the grant any longer. And there was a little right. bit of concern on how that would affect yes. uh, the ministry and stuff. However, um, you were telling me how many more folks you were able to touch uh, um, in the past year than you were before. Yes, that, that was correct. Because of us being a faith-based program, the, the state had kind of stepped in to try to, um, you know, say we couldn't do certain things. Of course, we we just basically backed off that and just, uh, just quit taking the grant because we're going to, you know, do the way things are. Hard work. to turn down money. You're right. However. So, it, but it, <laughs> it was a step of faith. But but basically, even though we, we lost that, which was about $30,000, mm -hmm. um, Peace. We kept him, kept moving on, but God increased us in the year, uh, made up for it in other areas. In fact, we really increased. Uh, of course, we're we're also a rescue mission. We work with the homeless and and people, you know, come in right off the street. So a big thing that we do is meals and how many meals. Right. Well, last year we did somewhere around seventy thousand meals, um, and th this last year we increased that to almost ninety thousand. So Man. really, the the work and the financial end all increase despite. The challenges. That's God's hand. Yes, no, sir. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, y'all are moving full steam ahead. Uh, I know life never slows down for, for you guys. There's always something new and exciting and always new folks coming in and lives being touched and changed. And You have any quick story of anybody who came through the program in the last year and uh, that kind of sticks out to you that, that you'd like to share? Uh, yes, uh, we have a. Uh, I think one of the ladies there in DeSoto County is a, is a is a great success su success story. Her name is Holly, and and she went through the women's program and now has uh, became a staff member and one of the lead wow, people over awesome. there. But but I was just I, you know just saw a video the other day. She actually has a video of when she was out there on the street. She was mm -hmm. out there for a few years and strung out on on heroin and and just really about as low as you you can go uh, into the Soto County Jail. You know, as a testimony, even uh, uh, her cussing the sheriff out. She was just uh, went to prison. She just was a very angry, broken woman, 
and uh, just through you know divine inter intervention you know god led her to our program and she graduated and and uh now she's really just took taking the step to actually be in the ministry and wants to be in the ministry so we love getting people yeah. sober and off drugs and alcohol but it's more than that we want to get them in their purpose and yeah you know she is you know someone you know uh you know right there in DeSoto county whose life has been totally transformed yeah. and is now not just sober and doing well and restored to her children but also now has answered the call to ministry. So that's what I love. That's, to, cool. you know, that's what I love to see. We were talking on Sunday morning a couple of weeks ago about how everybody has a story and, and a testimony, and how how amazing to to hear that to really see God radically turn somebody's life upside down, right. and, and bring them into His will. So right, and into and, and into His purposes. Yeah, yeah. Well, brother, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all that you do, and uh, we're looking forward to increasing what we uh, our support and stuff in the Warrior Center and seeing it expand and seeing God do everything that he wants to do through it. Well, thank you. We love Church of the Harvest and, and, and Pastor Bob. And now that, that the baton has been handed to you, <laughs> we appreciate you and, and you and your father both serve on our board and have always been whatever we could do to pray and help and and so we you know leaned on y'all we we appreciate y'all y'all have a great church and so we bless y'all and thank y'all all so much for your support thank you brother we appreciate it yes, thank sir. you so much all right that's warrior center and guys actually interestingly enough i just saw that david vincent is on our live stream watching so let's give warrior center a hand we appreciate all these ministries we appreciate you guys you guys, your financial giving is making these things happen. And it's awesome to be able to see, see these things, your, your finances being used in a, in a righteous manner and see God's hand on it and see things growing and more and more lives being touched and changed. So we thank you guys for that. Um, we, we've got here just a few minutes, and Sean and I had a couple things we want to mention a little bit we want to talk about for just a few minutes. Um, you know, we, um, like I said, we've been talking about being the hands and feet of Jesus and so, if you will, if you'd look in your service guide and pull out that little note sheet in there, we do have a few things that we want to mention right quick. Because, guys, we're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Whether that means giving financially to one of these six ministries. But let me say, please don't let that be it. Be the hands and feet of Jesus that you come in contact with every day. We got six things we want to mention briefly to you about your mission field. Somebody say, my mission field. Do you know you're called to be a missionary? You are. You're a missionary for Jesus everywhere your foot steps. And so we want to talk about those things real quick. And we got little blanks there. You can follow along and fill in the blank. But number one, I want to talk about here for a minute. Number one, your mission field is calling you. Your mission field is calling you. You say, me? No way. Nonsense. Yes, your mission field is calling you. People say, well, I haven't been, I haven't been called to, to ministry, you know, by the Lord. Yes, yes, you have. Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Let me read that to you from the Passion Translation. And picture yourself in this. It says, my old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Now, if you've surrendered your life to Jesus, you've been crucified with Christ, right? It's no longer your old self that lives, but it's Jesus living through you. So if Jesus is living through you, is there a purpose in your life? Of course there is. We talked a few weeks ago about the purpose and plan that Jesus lived to fulfill. And now he lives to fulfill that through you. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Well, guess what? The Bible says you're the bride of Christ. That means you're one with him. Just like if you're married, you're one with your spouse. You're one with Jesus because you're his bride. So we don't stop Jesus from touching people. Don't stop Jesus from touching people because you're not willing to step out and do what he's called you to do. He does it through you, and you are his body. So number one, your mission field is calling you. Number two? All right, you guys ready for number two? 
You're going to laugh when I say this, some of you. All right, number two, your mission field will pull you out of your comfort zone. Please. Everybody laughs. <laughs> Anybody that's been around me for any amount of time just tells me I'm great at making them uncomfortable. <laughs> and my goal is not to make them uncomfortable. My goal <laughs> is to have them fulfill the call of God in their life. And so, you guys, when we, we have a mission, and let me tell you, it's not going to always be easy, and sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be like, I could elaborate, but let's hit here. 2 Timothy um, chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, and this is in the Passion Translation. It says, as I, as I think of your strong faith that was passed down through your family line, it began with your grandmother Lois, who passed it on to your dear mother Eunice. And it is clear that you two are following the footsteps of their godly example. So right here we're saying, he's like going, um, Paul's saying, good job, way to, way to be a Christian, way to go to church, way to follow after the Lord, right? That's kind of what we see here. Now let's read verse 6. It says, I am writing to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hand upon you. For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. So we see here Paul's like saying, hey, you're a believer. You're teaching your kids. You're going to church. You're reading the word of God. You know the Lord. You're praying. And then what? But, right? Don't we love those buts? But I need to remind you to fan the flame. Anybody in here had to fan the flame sometimes? Basically rekindle that excitement, rekindle, okay, God, this is what you told me to do. And so, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to act on it. Sometimes it kind of falls to the ground, gets forgotten, gets busy. And he's saying, but let me remind you. It's time to fan that. It's time to rekindle that that I've placed on the inside of you. And so sometimes that means... Stop being comfortable. we got to run hard after the Lord. We've got to tell others about Jesus. Um, and I love this right here. It says, you know, I remind you to be ready to give up everything so that others may know the good news. I'm not always the best at that. I want to check off my list, and that might not be in my checkoff list, right? It is, but it isn't. I want to get down the task for today. And so if you... Let me just say this. If you're never uncomfortable in your walk with the Lord, you might need this reminder. If you were truly, and here's another thing. When you do what the Lord says and you're doing it in your own strength, it's probably not big enough. If you can do it in your own strength without his help, then we probably need this reminder. Because he's always pushing. He's always encouraging. He's always saying, okay, let's take it to the next level. So what calls you to do sometimes may be scary to your flesh, right? It's like, no, I can't do that. But here's the awesome thing is it will be bigger than what you can do on your own. And the thing is, is that God will always be with you. He just wants you to take that step and trust him and walk into it. So say, what's number two? That's right. Your mission field will pull you out of your comfort zone. Number three. Your mission field will change your perspective. When you begin to reach out to others, your perspective changes. You stop thinking about yourself. It's something we always say in class 201. The only antidote to materialism is serving others. We step outside of the little box of our own everyday life, and we see the conditions of the world around us. We see where other people are living. We see what they're walking through. Your judgments of other people, of other groups, of other backgrounds, begin to fade away when you dedicate yourself to being a servant to them. Your heart for others begins to deepen. You truly become more like Jesus. People become the top priority in your life. You become driven to touch other people's lives. That's why I think it's awesome that Warrior Center requires their folks to go on a missions trip. How cool is that? They're able to get outside of their culture, get away from everything else, and they're able to see people who are in worse shape than them and to serve them and to bless them. Um, also, did you know, I was talking about the change your perspective, change your life, Exeter Medical School. They reviewed 40 studies in the last 20 years on the link between volunteering and health. And they found Volunteering, those who volunteer, it lowers rates of depression, and it puts you in a better mood. It lowers your risk of early death by at least 
and it's good for your mental health. This has nothing to do with the Bible or with God. Well, it really does. But <laughs> this wasn't a Christian study. They found that those who are serving others, it has effects on your physical body and your well-being. When you begin to reach out to others, it changes your perspective and it changes your life. All right, you ready for number four? Your mission field is a command from God. Say a command. A command. From God. From God. All right, guys, there's no exemptions. You know, my son Aaron um, is exempt from his finals this week because his grades are good and he didn't miss a lot of school. Guess what? Your mission field, you're not exempt. It is a command from God for all of us. Right here, some of the last words that Jesus spoke before he ascended to heaven come from Matthew chapter 28. And anybody know what that's referred to? The Great Commission, right? And so here's what he says in the English Standard Version. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so we're told here what? To go and do what? Make, make disciples. disciples. It's not a request. It's not a suggestion. It is a command that we as believers are told to do. Right here in Matthew 28, um, in the Passion Translation, verse 18 and 19, it says, All the authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my authority and make disciples of all nations. And so what I take away from that is, now go. Guys, we have got to act upon this. You know, we are a church family, and how many of you guys know that we all have to pull our weight, Right? Anybody, anybody live in a house that has children, or you have had children, or you have grandchildren, or you have roommates? Um, everybody's got to pull their weight, right? Everybody has responsibilities in your physical home. Well, guys, in the body of Christ, we all have responsibilities. The Lord is saying, go. Go and do your part. He expects the same of us. He doesn't want to say, oh, well, I gave my money, so that's for the missionary to do. Or, oh, that's for the evangelist to go do. Or, well, only the pastor can preach that word, right? We as believers are all commanded in God's word to go and to teach the word of God. Number five, your mission field is where the lost are found. Your mission field is where the lost are found. Now, again, people hear the word mission field and they immediately think of that Overland Missions video. They're picturing a mud hut in Africa. I've been there. It's pretty cool. It really is. However, here's the deal. A, only a select group of people are going to go to the mud huts of Africa or wherever else in the world it may be. Might be you. Probably not, though. Probably not. So where do I go to find these lost people? Folks, we don't have to go looking for them. God surrounds us with them every day. The lost are around us every day. Many times they're within inches of us every day. And we're going, well, where, what, what are these lost I'm called to? God brings dozens of them to us, which brings us to number six. So your mission field is wherever you are. Where are you right now? Where are you going to be this afternoon? Where are you going to be tomorrow? That's where your mission field is. It's not always this, okay, I'm going on a mission. I'm in my mission field now, okay? We do at times intentionally go out, but we got to recognize that it's where we are every single day. Great example of this is um, a few weeks ago, actually several of you guys know that um, Rob and I um, last year got elected to our homeowners association. So Rob became the president and somehow I became the treasurer. And so um, a couple weeks ago, we had a lady that, you know, came to the house to drop off her money. And you guys know we got the little ring doorbell. So nobody was home and she didn't feel comfortable leaving it. And so we're like, we'll come by and get it later. And so Rob and I got home that evening. I'm like, okay, let's walk over to this lady's home. Never met her. Didn't know who she is um, to collect her dues for the year. And um, what's awesome is when we went, we were tired. We were ready to, I mean, y'all, I think it was almost dark outside. Which, I was you complaining. Know, Rob was like, do we have to? 30 minutes is bedtime. Okay, so it was dark. So, you know, tired. 6 p.m. <laughs> we had been going all day, 5 p.m. It had been going all day. 
But Rob and I decide to go together. We walk over there. You know, they come to the door, the husband and the wife. They introduce themselves. Um, they found out they actually dropped it off later, and the girls got it. So it was already at our house, and we didn't even know it. Um, but through that, we um, began to talk and have conversation with them. And, of course, you know, profession came up and different things like that. And so through that, we were able to, one, confirm that they were believers through our conversation. But then the second thing was, as you know, they were like, we've been in Olive Branch for three or four years now, and we have not been connected to a church family. And so Rob and I, of course, we invited them to Harvest, but even more than that, we said, we gave some suggestions of where it would be good for them because we knew what they were familiar with and what they were comfortable with. And, and the husband, we found out, it was actually um, military. He's a veteran, and he's been having some physical problems. And so, guys, before we left, they had welcomed us into their home. We had sat down, and we got to pray for them before they left, before we left, that they could find a church home and that God would heal his body. Okay, we went to go collect dues <laughs> that we would hope might take five minutes walking to their house and coming back. But that's where we were, and God used us. And so, guys, God gives you opportunities every single day just like that. You just have to be mindful of them. Okay, Lord, how do you want to use me today? Somebody's complaining, or somebody, you say, how's your day? And they're like, mm -hmm. it's okay. Well, what's wrong? Well, let me, can I pray for you? Is that okay? And, you know, your prayers, your love, your encouragement can show so much to them. Right here in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, it said, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every create creature. Guys, your world is where you're at. That is where you can make a difference. In the Passion Translation right here, it said, he said to them, as you go, as you go, not if you go, as you go, right? As you go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. And so what is Jesus saying here? He's saying, as you live every single day, you live your life in this world, be aware that everyone you come in contact is either lost or saved. I don't always do that as much as I should. But let's really, okay, God, are they saved or are they not saved? Are they a believer or are they not? Like, be aware. That mean you have to just be like, hey, you a Christian? Okay, no, just, okay, Holy Spirit, show me. Make me aware. And then be Jesus to them, all right? Be Jesus to them. Show love that the, lo the world doesn't show. Show kindness that the world doesn't show. Um, love them. Tell them the good news of what God has done in your life, um, which is what Rob was talking about, what we're going to be doing next week. Tell your story, right? And so, you know, tell your story. Man, I've been where you've been, and somebody prayed for me, and God totally changed my life. He can do the same for you. Can I pray with you? You know, it, it's really that easy, I think we complicate it up here. Or here's the one that the enemy uses. Well, you're not perfect yet. You can't share your story because you've made mistakes. Guys, we're all going to screw up and make mistakes. Don't let that be an excuse. Repent, move on, and move forward. Share your mistakes with them. You know what? I made that mistake. It's okay. There's grace. God loves you. Come alongside them and help them to move. And so here's the whole point, guys, is your giving makes a difference here at Harvest, and we are so thankful but what is just as important is that you fulfill God's call and mission for your life. And he has called you to the mission field. He has a reason. He has a purpose for you. And so everywhere we go, we must be walking, talking billboard of the gospel. I think that's a great visual. If there was a billboard of you, what would it look like? What would it look like? Well, Zach, it might be a big, be a big forehead. <laughs> a big forehead. <laughs> you know, what, what would your billboard say, guys? And what that means is it's just your actions. It's your words. It's what you do. And so, um, guys, I just encourage you as you leave today, um, let's, let's be the hands and feet of Jesus. Let's love unconditionally. Let's be inconvenienced so that we can bring somebody to the Lord. So before we close... Um, how can you serve? How can you serve? How, now, how many of you have given blood in here this morning? Want to do that thing? Yeah, you want to do it real fast? Switch inputs for me, Charles. Okay. Uh, how, many of you, how many of you gave blood this morning? Okay. Oh, yeah, long back. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I think there's a few out there now. Is Madison out there right now? Huh? They're behind? I'll tell you what. I'm going to go take a look real quick, and uh, I'm going to see who it is that's... Uh, that's given right quick. Y'all bear with me for a second? 
Y'all want to see some blood, maybe? <laughs> now, we tried this like five times. Let's see if it works. Hey. 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 Let me turn off Let me the Wi-Fi. I might lose you. Yeah, you just froze. One of the many expressions of Rob. Okay, let's try it again. Man, I can say whatever. He's not up here. This is awesome. Hey. All right, got, got, it got it now? We see ya. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Hey. My daughter in here. Hey, guys. We are, li we are live on the screen. You okay if we, uh, if we show you right quick? Yeah? Everybody say hi to Titus. Ooh, Titus. Let me see if I can flip my camera around. There we go. What you got going on here, Titus? Oh, he's about to get stuck with the needle. Hey, Victoria, you gonna come over there? No. No. What about you, Haley? Haley don't care. You said you said you feel better now? Oh, you're done. Yep, I'm done. Okay. How about you, Andrew? Oh, we saw the oh. blood. What are you, what are you giving? I'm doing double blood red cell. Double blood red cell. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, well, guys we thank you. Thank you for giving. Hey. Hey. All right, I'm heading All right, back. I'm headed back. <clears throat> Sounds like I still hear them, but we're disconnected, right? Yeah, so... All right, guys, so we just want to thank all of you that have given today. I know there's some of you are still scheduled um, to do so, and so um, story of how that, but here at Harvest, we can make a difference, right? And who knows? We'll never know the story of how that blood helped somebody till probably eternity someday, right? But um, it definitely makes a difference. So but We also encourage you guys, um, I don't know if anybody has signed up yet for, uh, for the feeding program at Spirit Church, but Charles, switch inputs one more time. I forgot about this. Uh, I showed you guys this last week. Uh, if you remember, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks. Spirit Church got this grant from the state of Mississippi to be able to feed school kids all summer long, breakfast and lunch. And they're looking for people to come and to help uh, be a part of that, to help serve these kids each day. And so, man, there's some great movies up there. Let me see. Um, well, my phone's not connecting, of course. Uh, that's all right. But all you got to do is go to the App Store, whether you're on an Android or an Apple device, and of course, I disconnect as soon as it, as soon as it works. Um, all you got to do is go to the Apple Store, uh, the App Store, or if you're an Android device, go to, the, um, go to the Google Play Store. And my phone is awfully skinny looking, but right there, the Spirit Church icon. You can download the Spirit Church app, and they've got a place right there. Uh, once it comes up on the left side there, you see Summer Feeding Program Volunteers. If you tap on that, you can sign up to help either in the morning uh, each week to help serve breakfast to all these kids or sign up for the lunch to help serve the kids at lunch. Some of you, I, I know um, one person here said they talked to their uh, boss and we're going to be able to um, one day a week come in to work late so that they can help feed the kids in the morning. So guys, come be a part of that. They're working out programs. They're doing a vacation Bible school in the middle of it. They're getting some basketball goals so the kids can stick around between breakfast and lunch. And they just need people to come and to love on them and to be there for them. And so just another place that we can serve and, uh, and be a part. Uh, also, I mentioned earlier, but um, the, uh, the Outpost of Freedom, Rick and Susan's ministry out there in Arizona, if you want a place to serve that's right here in the U.S. and not too far, cheap flights over there using Allegiant or Frontier, you can go out there and you can serve what many times seems like a third world country. If you don't want to go overseas, go to the American Indian reservations. It's amazing what you see out there. How I mean, there's such a, such a cloud of oppression over those areas many times and such alcoholism and all these things. Go and be a blessing. So I want to add to that real fast. As Rob said, we do have a team of eight that are going out the last week of June. We've got seven teenagers that are going to be going. So you guys can be praying for them. If you'd like to help support them financially, you can do that. But also the end of July, beginning of August, um, Pam Cavanis is wanting to lead a team out there as well. And so if that is something that interests you, um, I know that Madison's going to be going out then a second time. Um, so if that is something that interests you or you just want more information about, um, please let me know and I will get get that information to you. 
And in, in that, they'll have, they'll have meetings uh, for, um, for adults. They'll also be doing right here in the church. Schools and stuff with the kids. There's plenty of places for you to serve and be a part. Um, also, just want to mention right here in the church, guys, if, you, if you've been coming to Church of the Harvest and you haven't joined our dream team, if you haven't jumped in, gone through 101, 201, 301, and gotten plugged in and started serving somewhere, jump in and do it. We're a family, and we love to give, and we love to serve. There's so many different places that you can serve within our church family, and maybe God's laid something new on your heart. Maybe there's something, maybe you've wondered, I wonder why the church doesn't have a ministry that does this. I tell you what, God may have placed that on your heart because he wants you to get up and he wants you to head it up, and we want to empower you to do so. And so if you've got a new idea, a ministry that needs to happen, something that needs to happen out of our church family, we would love to hear that, those, uh, those things, those opportunities. And then other things you can do here through the church, um, oh yes, on the screen, uh, obviously support financially and through prayer. Uh, we got kids camp coming up. We are, some of you gave toward the... Um, Silent the silent auction, different things. Every year, there's some of you guys who always give to help kids who can't afford to go to kids camp to go. And there are kids that have grown up in our church and are adults now that are serving the Lord and partially because you were willing to give to help send them to camp each summer where they were touched by the Lord like they had never been before and their life changed forever. Same with youth camp. We've got youth camp coming up and I'm sure that our youth ministry is always looking for youth leaders and things to, to be a part of that. And if you'd like to give a donation toward a youth camp, obviously the youth mission trip we've talked about a bit. Our benevolent uh, you guys in the fall gave tremendously at our Christmas gift offering and were able to help us with our benevolence account so that uh, we could um, give to those that are need firstly within our church family. I know, obviously, I want to ask anybody to raise their hand, but I know there's many of you that go through went through a hard time, which we all have at different points, and needed a little bit of help. And so we as a church were able to come in and we were able to help you during that tough time in your life because the church family was willing to do their part, pull their weight, and give financially out of love for one another and for the Lord. Last thing we we're going to mention was uh, we got a church work day on June 22nd. We have lots of things. We generally do it in the spring. It's gotten pushed out just a little bit, but we have quite a bit of things that need to happen here to this building and our facilities to, uh, to just help take your church. It doesn't get things, uh, the, the uh, physical condition of your house and your church, it doesn't get better and better, right? You got to do things to help take care of it. And so we invite you guys to please be part of, it'll probably be a, a sign-up sheet as that gets closer, um, and it'll be at the connection desk. And we just invite you to be a part of that. Come and help us as uh, we spend the day um, working on the church building and the church uh, facilities. Real quickly, as you stand, let's bow our heads. First and foremost, if you're here and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when I say that, I mean you have never surrendered your life, repenting of your sin, turning from it, and saying, Jesus, be Lord of my life. I choose for my old self to be crucified with you on that cross 2,000 years ago, and I choose to now allow you to live through me. I choose to be your hands and feet. I choose to be the bride of Christ and be one with you. I choose to go where you say go and do what you say do. If that's you, with every head bowed and you have never surrendered your life to Jesus, or you just recognize that you currently are not living a life of surrender before the Lord, lift up your hand right quick and let me see. Who in here would say, I need to surrender my life to Jesus today? Anybody in here would say, I've got to make things right. All right, we're going to pray a prayer to your life to Him. Begin to meditate on Him. Begin to think about this decision you're making. Weigh the cost. Now, it's not always easy, but know that God will be with you and He'll walk with you, whatever the circumstances may be. And know that when this life ends and you take your last breath, you're going to see the face of Jesus smiling at you as he receives you into eternity. Let's all pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. When I was lost and I was alone, you already had me in mind. I was your mission field and you laid down your life for me. So today, Jesus, I declare that you are Lord of my life. I believe that you took my sin, you took my punishment, you took my shame, you appeased my judgment, you took it all to the grave, and I thank you for it. Today I declare you are Lord of my life. I will follow you to the end. I will go where you say go. I will go what you tell me to say. Holy Spirit, fill me and empower me everything you've called me to be. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God, I
I thank you for every person who prayed that prayer and meant it with all their heart. I thank you that your word says they're a new creation. The old has passed away and all things are new. I pray, Lord, you'll surround them by godly influences, people that will speak in their life, that will tell them how it is, that will speak your word and your life and your encouragement into every situation that they have and that they encounter in this life. I pray, Lord, you'll surround them with people that will help to grow them and to propel them and to push them forward, that will never allow them to settle for less than your best. Lord, I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And Lord, for the rest of us, I thank you, Lord, that we are your missionaries. You had us born into this world with purpose, with destiny. It's more than the nine to five grind. It's more than just putting food on the table. It's more than a once a year vacation. It's more than just a relationship with, with a loved one. Lord, you called us to love people just like you love people. And so today, God, I ask that you would deepen our heart, deepen our desires. Give us the heart of Jesus that we would truly, every person we encounter, we would realize that they are either lost or found and that we would just be burdened with that and that we would be compelled to step outside of our comfort zone and to touch somebody that we wouldn't normally touch, to give them a hug, to speak words of life, to encourage them, to build them up, to tell them the good news of the saving grace of Jesus. Let them know that they don't have to be alone one more moment in this life. God, deepen our hearts. You value people. We declare that we value people as top priority in Jesus' name. If you'd like to get more information about resources from Church of the Harvest, please check out our website at midsouthharvest.org. You may also contact us by phone at 662-890-1573 or toll free at 866-383-8277.